Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm okay. I'm trying to stay calm. Sometimes that's not so easy, but I'm okay generally. Yes, it's very, 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 very weird. Yes, it's very weird. That's true. Um, I'm trying to wear brighter colours and, you know, I'm realising that my entire wardrobe is minimalist so it doesn't lend itself towards maximalism because I was thinking I need more glitter yes. to get through this at home and mm. I do not have glitter for, or I have very little. So I'm trying to have some colour, put yeah. some bright lipstick on. Mm. Yeah, I have... Anything that will make me feel a bit lifted. Yeah, I have, uh, which I know you don't approve of, maybe I shouldn't mention, but uh, <laughs> my yellow, oh, I've forgotten, oh, Crocs, my yellow Crocs, Crocs. They, give me quite, they give me pleasure at the moment. Then um, I, I support and salute your yellow Crocs. Okay. In Just, this context. In this context, yeah. But, ha- but have you started decorating them or anything or putting them in No, I haven't done that. So, But I should have time to do all sorts of things You will. Things There'll be like the this. ribbon and mm. the beads. Mm. Yeah. I'm also thinking about scarves yeah. and jewellery. Mm-hmm. And just generally, I haven't got around to doing my nails, but I'm thinking that's going to be a thing that's going to happen. I know, I was thinking that I normally don't do my nails, my fingernails, but I thought maybe this is the time to do it. Yeah, I think it's like any little thing like that that cheers you up. Mm. And then that you'll just keep seeing your nails and thinking, oh, pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also wearing a lot of perfume. I'm you... surprised you can't smell it down <laughs> the line. That's a good idea, actually. Oh, my God, I am using... You know, uh, what do you call them, like room scents? Mm-hmm. Each room is scented, scented candles, my perfume. That it's sounds just very a good. giddy mix of aromas. Yeah, that sounds but a good But I think idea. that's good. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to be heady Yeah. Well, to, to get us through this. Yeah, well, I will I'll might have a go at that as well then. I do recommend it. It's very mood lifting and, yes, that's what we need. So I think... Colours, including yellow Crocs for you, <laughs> and pink sweaters for me. Okay. And nails and lips and everything. That's a plan. Probably next week I will be bedecked with all my necklaces at once or something. Yeah, you you need to send me a picture next week. <laughs> yeah, I, I when I get to that point. I won't send you a picture of my Crocs. I will have come up with something else by next week. Okay, I'll just imagine the cross. Okay. You know, but as I say, if they make you happy, then I'm happy. Okay. Okay. And yeah. what else have you been doing? Well, I've been re-watching Les Vampires. Hmm. Which, as you know, I became obsessed with some years ago when mm-hmm. Adrian bought me the DVDs for one Christmas. But then one of my former students, who's very lovely, who is living in just outside Paris at the moment, said to me, did you realise the whole thing is on on the internet archive? And I thought, well, that's a sign that I should watch this. Mm. So I've watched, I think, six or seven of them now out of ten, and they do not disappoint. I really, really like them. They're very, I don't know, I, I mean, Muse Dora is just a goddess. Yes. And... 
I think we need to talk about her makeup first. Okay. Okay. Because obviously, I mean, it's from 1915, so mm-hmm. so we're going to have to talk about that because that's quite extraordinary that it's being yes. made during the First World War. Mm. And there's definitely a heightened sense of threat throughout, not from war, but just because les vampires are such a cunning and dastardly gang, there is like this sort of idea that they can just pop up anywhere and will do anything. But I'm fascinated by her makeup because, I mean, we all know the smoky eye, but hers is yes. a whole other level mm. beyond infinity smoky eye. And I guess he's doing that thing they used to do where you burnt matches and then did black. Oh, yeah, maybe. Don't you think? Because mm. it's so inky black. And there's such a lot of black. Mm. And and the way it's like under her eyes, well, it almost makes it look like her eyes are completely round. Yeah, I mean, because she's got, there's just so much. She's got pretty big eyes, anyway. She has. And I do wonder whether there's some, you know, Vaseline type stuff involved as yes. well. Mm. I think you're right because it's glossy, isn't it? It's yes. not matte. Mm. So I'm kind of completely fascinated by her eyes, and I've just got up to. I think there's two episodes where she's mesmerized do you call it that you know where Moreno the the rival gang leader has hypnotized her Mm -hmm. and she's under his spell so I'm just watching those ones now and that's quite something having someone with those eyes with that eye makeup mesmerized is a lot I remember that I saw in some scenes how young she looked yes she does I don't know how old she was then I think she was in her mid-twenties Right. Yeah, so, I mean, she was quite young, but... No, but, I mean, maybe the makeup makes her look weirdly young. But, yeah, it's just extraordinary, her eye makeup. I really I really think it's very good. I'm not going to be trying it as part of okay. my, <laughs> my self-distancing thing, although I'm sure everyone would distance from me if I had that eye makeup. But I like that it's, you know, she's got... Like her skin is often obviously made paler. There seems to be no mm. blusher involved, no at all, and then just super dark eyes and super dark lips. Mm. It's very very good, and, and I, I also like her disguises. But also when she's not in disguise, I was surprised how short the skirts were. Yes, it's true. I know they get it's shorter true. during the war, but this is quite early on, and they're um, like just below the just below the knee not just hers I think some other oh really do you think they're that short I thought they were longer than that I think there's one scene when they're in a cellar and they're dancing oh but then they're being a, a, a posh yeah mm. and, I mean and they're so fascinating too mm. because do you think they're meant to be they vampire are they a posh as well uh, I think mm, I think they're like a up or like elite i would call them like an elite oh. a posh task force or something they're obviously in that wow i like that they're obviously in that milieu of the yeah because that scene where she where you see her as a cabaret singer mm. and the amazing poster yes for her where it's like um a vep and then it jiggles the letters, letters. around so you see vampire that's such a good that's idea amazing. to call her Irma Vep. I think that's it's so amazing. It's so good. Mm. It's perfect. And then, yeah, when you see the Apache Club, it's really amazing 
as well. And yes, you're right, the skirts are shorter there, but I think it might be because they're subcultural. Maybe, yeah, you're right. That's true. Because they later, later, like when she, they're just out on the street or something, because that's another thing that it's very eerily quiet, I guess, because it's the war, even though they're mm. filming in Paris. I do like all the her like A line skirts, quite A line jackets with a belt suits. Mm. And there's somewhere it looks like it's almost she's wearing a military uniform because she's got like epaulets and got brass buttons. Mm. Those are very good. But yes, yeah, she is she is extremely good, and I like it. Yeah, I love all her costumes. I like it when she's dressed up as. Baron so and so's yes. nephew. Mm. That's very good because she basically looks like Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, and she reminded me, you know, that this there's this other woman. Um, she's called her stage name is Osios Valda. Oh yes, and she also dresses. I mean, there is a one film where she um, it is about what it's like to yeah. be a man, and but they somehow. I don't know, that does sort of strike me as sort of something similar. There definitely is. I hadn't made that mm. connection, but that's, yes, exactly. Because it is, I mean, I know when the series came out that there was real kind of moral outcry about it because it's so immoral. And it is, it is amazing because it is like, she's a woman, but she's obviously high up in the gang and she, she rubs and she kills and she's mm. doing all sorts of things. And it is amazing the number of inventive ways of poisoning people. Yeah, and before it, you get to any of the other things that they do. And it's quite maybe that I don't know. I don't know that much about other film at that period, but I think no, that isn't the first one where they find a head in a box. And yes. It's just yes, and they of, keep showing you yeah. the head in the box. Yeah. So that is yeah. It's quite. Mind you, bitch, let me just mm. pause you there. Because I remember the glee you used to take showing the wax. Oh, yeah, is it, true. Yeah, is it George the Third? George, yeah. Which George, in the box, when I used to bring that's, my students to Kensington Palace. That's true, You actually. used to really enjoy yeah. that, so you can't criticise them. No, I guess not. No, I guess not. We all enjoy a bit of that yeah. sometimes. <laughs> but what what you just said about the outrage is interesting mm. because I there is this um it's like a radio program and it's from 48. Yeah. And it's just very short and it's an interview with her and it, <gasps> wow. Yeah, and it's it's amazing and it's but it's a little bit naff as well. The interviewer asks her some some sort of naff questions and well maybe not naff but Well, what kind of So thing? one of the things he says is well he asks her whether the star, uh, what is it called? Like whether stars were treated in a similar way, whether she was going to get, whether she was getting a lot of letters and things. And she says, oh and she says she got a, she got one a day, which doesn't sound that much. So, from men between sixteen and thirty, I think she says. So she seems to be quite <laughs> precise about that. But but he also asked her, did you ever get letters? saying bad things because he then he gives her this long spiel about a friend who was a theater actor and every if he played a villain on stage he would come out of the theater and there were people waiting for him to beat him up because he was so terrible on stage and she says oh no I never no one ever complained in the letters to me no one ever I never got a letter complaining 
which I thought well, was I interesting. I think so, because she's amazing. Mm. I mean, I know she's been very naughty. I recognise that. But, I mean, she's also having that eye makeup and those disguises. Yeah. How weird, though. Do they ask her anything else? Well, they ask her about the famous black, you know. Oh, the body yeah. suit. Yeah. And she keeps saying that it's of black silk which I think is interesting. Yes, that makes sense, because it looks like it's made out of the same stuff as stockings. That's true. So that makes sense that it's yeah. black silk. I mean, it's like not... black silk jersey. It's not that shiny, and sometimes in films uh, from the 20s, if you see women's stockings, they're super shiny sometimes. Yeah, but maybe, maybe that's, it's the knit or the Or maybe they start lighting. to get artificial silk then, because that's often more oh, that's shiny. that's true, yeah, mm. yeah. So he asks her about that suit, whether she thought she had to wear it to impress the man in the audience. What? Or whether there was some, I think he says, aesthetic... Um, reason for it or he might say artistic it's in French so I'm, and I don't understand it that well and she said what she says is really interesting she said it made her in into like a little stat, statue oh. and she says it made her into a being that was half woman and half man and a wow. little bit bizarre and people didn't know what to make of it and I thought that was That's really interesting because it is amazing and it does make it, that's such a stupid thing was it for men no yes mm. it's because it's not making her like i mean I'm, i can see that at a time when women were so covered up seeing a woman in a body stocking would be quite something but it's not sexy or erotic and she doesn't move in a sensual way it's it's eerie it's other it's very yeah strange because it it kind of erases her but also makes her more present it's very strange and i i just watched the one where she's wearing it to rob someone at a hotel and you see her creeping along the corridor in the hotel and she's got lovely little black heels yes. shiny shoes with bows on them which I love that she's wearing that with her body stocking and the way that it's completely all-encompassing that only her eyes and her mouth are visible. It's so kind of obliterating, but it's interesting that she saw herself as sort of an androgene. Yeah, and she calls it chaste as well, Ah, which is interesting. Yes, because I can see, what, I can yeah, see what she means. Exactly, and what do you say about the hotel scene? I think... You know, what do you say that she doesn't move in a sort of overtly eroticized or sensuous way? Mm. She's very matter of fact, you know, she she, she she goes through, you know, trying to find this thing that she's trying to find or and she just wears this thing. But, yeah. you know, it, so it's like, I guess it's her work, work clothes in that. Well, it is because mm. there's a bit, there's the insanely brilliant bit where there's the big party and every no one knows that that Baron, whatever his name is, is in fact the grand vampire. Mm. And they have that big party and then they put gas into the room where the party is. And everyone's like, ooh, what's that lovely smell? And then they all get gassed. And then all of the vampires come through. Like, it's a long room and they all come through from the back. And it's so scary that there's all these, these figures coming through in black 
completely black like body stockings coming through and taking all their jewels and wallets and things mm. I, I can't I sort of only vaguely remember the scene you just described but mm. I think in the first one there is a man or two men in black yes yeah and it, they their suits their outfits are not totally tight it's almost no well they sorry to yeah no no you, you no just the They, to me, look like they're wearing all black versions of a push outfits. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Because they've got the cummerbund That's and the true. little scarf. And, and then they have the black hood. Yes, it's almost like they haven't developed the bodysuit look mm. just yet. And I'm not sure that the men wear bodysuits, actually. Or, or they, they, it definitely gets tighter as the series goes on, what the mm. men wear. But hers is the tightest. And it, it's really cool because even in that scene where, the ballroom scene where they're all coming out from the back, you can immediately identify her in her black body stocking. And it kind of makes her seem like the most important one because she's the only one you can distinguish even then. And then there's a bit where um, Moreno, who's the one who mesmerizes her, mm. he swaps her for his maid and puts her the maid in a black body stocking but you can tell it's not musidora <laughs> you can tell i would if i was the grand vampire i'd have known immediately that was not musidora and why what is it that you well it doesn't seem to fit as well first of all mm. but just the woman doesn't there's something about the way musidora moves mm. yeah as we've been saying it's not like sexy it's matter of fact but it's very confident mm. there's also There's a quote from her somewhere, and again, I'm not sure I totally understand it, but it's something like, it's not just a matter of putting on a black bodysuit. You have to have the soul of the black bodysuit. Oh, that's the best quotation ever. Yeah, well, I hope I got it right, but it's something to that effect. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Mm. Oh, my God. Well, that tells you everything. Mm. This is a woman who commits. Yeah. She is embodying, she is living, she is breathing the black mm. body stocking. I wonder That's how they so cool. came up with that. Well, I read someone who was an acrobat, and I was wondering if acrobats wore versions of those things. Well, she she worked at the Folie Bergère, and right. she herself, there's another funny quote where she said her breasts were barely hidden underneath tulle embroidered with some leaves and wow. there is a sort of picture which I think is meant to be her in at the Folie Bergère and I, it looks a bit like isn't there like a famous photo of Matahari in some oh, sort yes. of you know pseudo-Egyptian sort of out, outfit with yes. sort of breastplate type things and it looks a bit like that so it, it sounds like it was quite skimpy what you know she was wearing something Quite that skimpy. would explain why she's confident yeah. moving around in it. Mm. Mm. That she's used to that and also that she's very aware of how of her body and mm. comfortable in her body. So It's also very, very good. I read in another article where she talks about her early years mm. that she sort of says how she started in the films and it several times she says she was told come to this place and wear such and such. So, you know, she obviously, like people have written about, she had to wear what was going to be shown on the film. There wasn't a yes. costume. But that obviously can't have been the no. case with this bodysuit. And I just, I really wonder how 
how that worked and the the one you know the one they have at the Palais Galliera I haven't oh yes I have seen it yeah that one they in the catalogue they say it's a company called Milo et Chamon but it says attributed to and so they obviously don't quite know who made oh. who made them. And then I, I know it's just maybe a silly thing, but I just, I just wonder how that, you know, how did they come up with this thing and how... I know, it's extraordinary. Mm. I mean, there's also, remember that the couture, the yes. models mm. for couture in the salons had to wear a black bodysuit under the dresses when they were showing them so that they weren't touching the models' bodies. Mm. So maybe... It's like, I feel it's kind of a combination of the ones worn under couture, acrobats and performers, body stockings, and that they were looking for something that was as black and bat-like as possible, mm. I guess. Yeah. And it kind of evolved. I wonder as well, because I haven't had time to read more about it, but I saw a reference that the Le Vampire are based on a an anarchist gang called the Bono Gang, or bond up oh i can't remember but i wonder if they wore anything i mean surely they didn't if they did oh my god mm-hmm. but i mean surely they weren't literally people going around paris robbing people in black body stockings mm. but you're right yeah i i now that you say about the acrobats of course the eccentric dancer i mentioned before oh kitty lord dancer. you know yes. she she had these padded uh tights yeah, and I always it always surprises me how long it takes for tights to enter fashion. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's really only in the sixties with miniskirts, mm. and but it, they were right there. They existed for ballet as well. So. Yes, exactly. Mm. That they were right there in front of you, and fashion integrates so many things. But I think I suppose until skirts got so short, it didn't particularly matter. True. But yes, oh my goodness, and we must also discuss the ballet, the Bat Ballet. Oh yeah, that's fantastic. Oh my word, Mm. that is so good. That the ballerina, I mean, because that's also interesting because she's wearing a black body stocking, but it's much more opaque than the one um, Avep has. But I love her bat wings and the way she flaps them out, and I love her bat ears. Yes. They're very funny. I'm not Mm. really sure that is what bat's ears look like. Yeah. But they're very good anyway. Yeah. And the, her wings are like umbrellas. Yeah, and they they also reminded me of who's that American dancer who dances with the, uh, you know. She, oh, Louis Fuller. Yeah. Yes, you're mm, right. Because mm. it is. It seems like she's sort of. It seems like they're attached to her back and then on sticks to her yeah. hands. Do you think? Mm, yeah, that's what and it then, looks like. And then they're kind of articulated in the way that. An umbrella moves out, mm. if you see what I mean. Yeah. And the way she kind of wraps them round herself and round the other woman. Yeah. It's amazing. And then what happens to her? That she gets poisoned with the ring. Yes. Because that's very inventive. That It's a ring that scratches you. I and mean, they, they come very up. effective poison. It just, oh, yeah. It works immediately. But I, the other thing I like about these films apart from Musi Dora, which is the best thing about them. But I also like that they're quite funny as well. And they are. that there is this character, so the main detective type person, yeah. the journalist, his mother, I like that she plays quite a big yes. part. she's very good. And yes. it, it, oh, yes. it just reminded me because she uses a pen, doesn't she, to poison? Oh, poison. Yeah. 
poisoned ink. Yeah. Mm. That's also very good. And oh my goodness, what about when when Irma Vep pretends to be a maid? Yes. For the journalist. Oh, that's so good. And what is her outfit? She looks like she's in regional dress. Yeah, that's true. Maybe oh, it's she might so well. Good. That's a really good point. That's probably what she is because I I would suspect that a lot of people came from outside of Paris to be in service, ah. and they might well have worn you know because she also yes. has a basket. So she obviously you know basket must denote coming from the country. Yes. So I think, yeah, that's, I think that's the point where she looks super young, I think. She does. When she's the she maid. Because, maybe also because she doesn't have that eye makeup so much. Or not so mm. extreme. Mm. And I like it that, I like it when they just climb up and down the sides of buildings. That's very good. Yeah. I... And also such mad, like they really fling each other around. Because there's like a bit where the journalist is in his room and they like throw stuff up. He's on like the first or second floor, first floor, I guess, so to catch his attention. So he looks out of the window and it's almost like they lasso him and just drag him down and put him in a basket. Yeah, I, I think there's another quote from her where she says, we almost got killed every day, but we also had fun or something to that effect. <laughs> and I, I think... Yeah, I think they really did. It sounded like they were doing their own stunts in it. It's just crazy. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I read that she did her own. Mm. No, it, it's amazing. They so get flung around and, mm. and in ways that, like where they just grab some around the neck and yank them that you don't see so much on television anymore. No. You grab someone around the waist or the shoulders. It's just like amazing. Mm. But yes, they're very, I can't, I can't wait to finish the series again because mm. um, I remember yeah I got very obsessed with it before and it is it is very compelling and it is like it is one incredibly long film just broken into pieces mm. isn't it because it's there's real sort of momentum like they don't do cliffhangers at the end of each one each episode it's just like you just carry on into the story just carries on doesn't it mm. it's weird it's how they're different lengths because also i know i wonder if that was usual at that time because i'd sort of imagined it'd be like now where an episode is a fixed amount of time but maybe that is to do with television and programming and adverts or something i don't know but also i think she says again you know always with the caveat i might not understood it properly that there were 12 films of a thousand meters and i thought that was so interesting so she 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 measures them in the meters of films that were used and she also said that she was she was paid per month not per film and she was paid a lot i think again if i got that right she was paid a thousand four and she says for three pound for three four you could eat quite a nice steak so so well i mean she deserves it yeah she deserves it i guess it must a superstar it must show how popular they were and Yes. You know, there must have been money coming in from them. Yeah, and and really interesting because it is like it's sort of transposing the fear there must have been in France yes. during the First World War mm. into this kind of containable gang or, yeah. or, or like, I don't know. I mean, they're very elaborate and, and dastardly, but I don't know It's sometimes how it kind of makes them almost pantomimic. 
Mm. and yet threatening I don't know but it's very good and I I think we should experiment doing Musidorum eye makeup okay yes we could try that we could try that because I mean not with a match because it won't work because matches aren't made of the same stuff anymore no which is probably just as well because we probably shouldn't be you know lighting matches no no unnecessarily but yeah we're gonna need some seriously serious black eyeliner yeah which i don't have at the moment but you know i will look into okay most intense black eyeliner okay so we'll do that but on the other hand we'll also go for color exactly it's going to be contrast high contrast high contrast Okay. okay excellent Excellent. All right, I'll see you soon then. Speak soon. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.